I have a difficult time imagining heaven. There's lots of saints. You can read about them. They love to wax eloquently about heaven and and think about it all the time. I think of one theologian who said, heaven is so perfect that there will be barely any movement. We will be so in awe of how perfect it is, there won't be movement. And therefore, he conjectured that there would not be hair in heaven because hair implies change and growth. And he says, here's no change in heaven because it's perfect. He says, we will all be bald. I think I can appreciate qualities of heaven. I think about qualities of heaven, like everything will be in, in appropriate and equal proportions. But I have to imagine that anything I can even remotely come close to imagining is going to fall far short of what heaven is actually like. Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, nor has it so much as dawned on man what God has ready for those who love him. So maybe I lack imagination. And that was the problem with the people in the gospel today. They lacked a big enough imagination. They wanted a miracle, and they brought up about the bread for, uh, uh, that Moses gave in the desert. Christ is saying, what you have before you is so much greater than that, you can't even see it. This is bread so that you will never hunger again. Those people hungered again and they died. You will never hunger again. And it's not just for a nation. It's for the whole world. And it's not just for a time, a span of years. It's forever. It's for the year 2016 in Akron, Ohio. It's not just God sending you bread. It is God among you in the incarnation, giving himself as bread, as the Eucharist. And the problem he faced, I suppose, is the problem that we face today in the world. Our vision is too small to grasp what is given in the Eucharist. And there are so many people who walk away from the... I can't even imagine, if you have the slightest clue what the Eucharist is, how you could walk away from it. If only they knew. And I suppose it's up to us to help them. And one of the ways we can help them is through our Eucharistic etiquette. To make sure we receive well and worthily. To pay attention to our genuflections when we're before the Blessed Sacrament. And when passing the church, like you would if it was your grandma's house or something like that, Hi, Grandma, as you're driving by, make some acknowledgement at the Catholic Church when you pass.